0: Tim Keeper on my linecom welcome to our meeting for this evening, September 7th, 2022. We're gonna talk some football tonight, some high school football. I want to thank you for being here with us. Appreciate the time that you're taking out to make the game better. To make yourself better, which makes the game better. That's what we do here. We try to make ourselves better, to make the game better. Our mission is to improve the game through the officials. So by you taking some time out of your day to join us live or join us on demand, you are helping us complete our mission. So we really do appreciate that. Lots to talk about tonight. Lots of great football uh, items that we have on our agenda. So let's, uh, without further further ado, let's, let's get to that because these hours go real quick and I like to keep everybody for, for just an hour. I don't, you know, you spend a lot of time pre-games and quizzes during the week, depending on what you're doing, and then away from your family. So the fact that you're taking some time during the season to be here, we do appreciate that. So what are we going to talk about today? Well real quick, we'll go over our agenda, we'll have some announcements, we're going to review the play of the week from last week, which is a PSK issue, we're going to have some film time, and then we're going to have the play of the week for this week. So. Call this non-PSK. But before before we get to this play of the week, what I'd like to do is I want to bring in our panel that are with us every week, and we appreciate them taking some time themselves to join us. So before we do that, well, my, my computer moved so move forward. So we'll get to that play here in just a second. There's Bill Amane. Bill Amane is joining us today. Bill, you had a eventful weekend getting back in your season, and what you got on a few times, right?
1: Yeah, we did, and uh, in Notre Dame in the first half, I think had people on the edge of their seats in the in the uh, horseshoe. Uh, that fourth quarter, though, was just dominated by the offense and defensive line by uh, Ohio State. But a uh, good kickoff to the season. So this week, uh, head out west uh, for USC at uh, Stanford.
0: Well, no, it's always good to, to get back out and and do that, and, and you have know, Mr. High Profile game here, but. Yeah, that's what that's what they pay you to do. So I'm glad you had a chance, and it sounds like you have another good one uh, this week as well. We're also going to bring in uh, Mike Billica. Mike is with us as well. Mike, how are your How are you doing today?
2: Doing great. You know, we just got our <laughs> we had our first official regular meeting for our, our chapter, and uh, they handed out the radios. This will be the first year we got O2O in high school football, and we're really looking forward to using it this Friday night. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty jacked. Yeah. Really? You
0: got, have you you weren't allowed to use your own O2Os?
2: Not in Connecticut, no. It was uh, it was it was just approved over the off season. So wow. can do it now.
0: interesting. Well, that should be a lot of fun for you guys getting used to getting used to that. So uh, also want to want to uh, I want to bring in our other uh, contributor. There he is, Robert Yabara. Robert, how are you today?
3: Tim, I'm I'm having a blast. This is the Most wonderful time of the year. Worked a game Friday night. Drove through the middle of the night because my blood adrenaline was so high. Went to go watch Nebraska play. As soon as that finished, turned on the TV, went to the restaurant, watched Bill uh, in Notre Dame play Ohio State. It's just been a fantastic, fantastic week. Looking forward to doing it again beginning this Friday.
0: Sounds good. So, uh, Robert is, you know, he's manning that text line. We're going to throw that text line up there right now. You can see that text. So that's where, how you're gonna text us if you have any questions or comments as the meeting rolls through, we'll try to get to those. It's a big part of this to make sure that everybody's on the same page. So going to uh, our play of the week, we're gonna go wide so everybody can read it. Here was our play of the week from last week. It said, uh, this is not PSK, because here's a play. It was fourth and 16 at the A45. The punter gets the snap and kicks as he moves to participate in the play during the kick. He is illegally blindside blocked by an R player at the A43. R then muffs the kick at the, uh, at the R13 and the ball rolls into the end zone. So we asked the ruling with the game clock, play clock. Really just, that was for us. This was what actually went out on Twitter. This was the results from Twitter. You can see uh, we had 10%, or I'm sorry, 61%-ish, say almost 62, say first and 10 R are, are 10. We had 6%-ish, say, first and 10K, B40. We had fourth and three for K at the B42, that was 3%. And then fourth and one for K at the B40, that was almost 30%. So I'm going to get out of this uh, PowerPoint, and I want to go to our, our board so we can walk through this. Let me get the board up it's just so people can see it visually. So, I'll go wide on the board here. So, here's the play visually, and you can see where we've got our we've got our kicker here, and then he kicks the ball, he's fouled, and then you've got the muff. So, you have to ask yourself first, what's the result of the play? And, and whoops, I don't know, I want this one. What's the result of the play? The result of the play in this scenario is a touchback because it's a kick, a kick, a kick, a kick. So as the ball rolls, it's a touchback. But that's really, we just want to put that one in our back pocket because we have a foul. Now, a lot of people, you could saw the, you saw the winner of this, of this answer according to the Twitter poll, was first and ten for R at the R ten. And the reason why people got there, going back to the play, they're saying. Well, if we have the foul, the ball was kicked, he's not roughed because he's no longer a kicker when he participates in the play. He starts to participate in the play. So we don't. We we're taking that off the table. That was a distractor one or two that got a little bit, but that's not what we're going to have. But wait, we got this touchback. So if we've got PSK, well, touchback goes to the 20, but the foul, you know, we're going to have to enforce this foul at the end, which is a which we're gonna to go to the touchback spot, which is a 20, the succeeding spot, walk it off 10. But here's the thing about PSK. Where does this fall occur? There's the line of scrimmage, and this fall occurs right there, which is behind the line of scrimmage. So that's important in this. And I'm gonna go back to the PowerPoint so we can review what the actual post scrimmage kick rule is because that's where i think sometimes we can we can get tripped up and forget you know that uh, you know i i see these are visually more t- more times than not if we do it visually you're probably like oh yeah if you were thinking a40 or something else at some other different point you're like eh, i that's why i screwed it up but here we're going to go over here is our post scrimmage kick rules so i'll go wide on it so everybody just kind of as a reminder what post scrimmage kick is and i'll bring down the The text line, just for a moment. So post scrimmage kick is a foul by the receiving team other than illegal substitution or illegal participation that occur during a scrimmage kick other than a try or successful field goal. That's kind of important because even though a field goal is a scrimmage kick, if it's a successful field goal, then PSK doesn't apply. It doesn't apply on a try either. So that's something to remember. The other thing is that the kick must cross the expanded neutral zone. This is a requirement. So if the kick does not cross the expanded neutral zone, post scrimmage kick doesn't apply. The The next thing is the foul must be beyond the expanded neutral zone. So go back to our play and ask yourself if you remember that picture and where the foul occurred, was the foul beyond the expanded neutral zone and the foul was Not beyond the expanded neutral zone, so post scrimmage kick cannot apply on that play. There's a couple more things on post scrimmage kick. It's got to be, but the foul has to occur before the end of the kick, and K will not put the ball in play next. Meaning R is going to keep is keeping the ball. K is not putting the ball in play next. So think about that play. If we go back, if we go back to it, and I'll pull it. Let me pull it up here real quick. So. You can see, that you see it visually again. All right, let me go wide on it. There it is. So you think about the play where the fall occurred. So if it's fourth, and here's the other thing, it's fourth and 16. So was there a little trickery put in there by me? A little bit. Fourth and 16, this is not roughing. In high school, in order to get an automatic first down, it's gotta be something with roughing the foul occurs behind the neutral zone. So this is a loose ball play that we enforce from the previous spot. You walk off the 15 yards, it's going to be fourth and one and replay the down. That is your option by K. I'm sorry, by the K has that option because the foul was on R. The foul was on the receiving team. There's probably a good chance they're not going to take the result of the play because that's going to that's going to end up giving them a touchback they're not going to take that they're probably going to take this foul they're going to have this foul enforced and then maybe go for it you know see where they're out in the field that's at, that's why this is important you know i'm not trying to trick people maybe a little bit but it's like you want to know you want to walk through this because that is a situation where the team may have a choice to go for it, it's we always say let's replay the down or let's re-kick. We're gonna we're gonna go back. We're gonna enforce this. It's it's not re-kick, in a scrimmage kick it's replay the down or the down. Like we, I was talking with the referee this weekend about this, and where we were he he was evaluated, and one of the things that was coming up was he kept saying like on a false start on the offense five yard penalty replay first down. Well, you're not replaying the down. You never played it. So I, I told to get away from that, just give the down. And I'll talk to Bill a little bit about that in a second. But like, you don't wanna say re-kick in this, or you don't wanna to go to the team and say, well, we're gonna go back to the previous spot and re-kick. No, they don't have to re-kick. Many times they will, but many, a lot of times, like in a situation like this, they won't. So this is, like I said, this was a scenario so the correct answer would've been fourth and one. It would've been that it actually got the second most votes the correct answer on this one is fourth and one, and then re, you're going to replay the down. Now here's the other thing, is that I asked about clock status. What about the clock on this? Well, we've got, we've got a touchback, okay? So that's the result of the play, the result of the play is a touchback. We have a legal kick. So the clock, we've got a legal kick, so the clock is going to go on the snap on this one. And now we can get into our thing, which we were talking about last week, about where what are we going to put? We're going to put the play clock because we have a foul on the R on the defense slash receiver. To be honest, I don't really care where we put the play clock, but I believe in this one because we had the touchback, and that's the reason we're gonna. We'll probably go 25, but if you go if you go 40 on this one because you're saying that it was a, de- a defensive foul, I can see that. Here's the other thing about going back to last week, and then I'm going to talk to everybody, is that I wanted to clarify last week. We, we talked about whether or not that was going to be a 42nd on our play last week in regards to if it was fourth down. Well, it is a 42nd play clock. We got clarification on it because of the time. The, time, the clock stops because of the change of possession. If you've got a fourth down play that results in you never had a change of possession, that's why we're stopping the clock. We stop the clock on fourth down because either one of two things are going to happen. You're going to either have a first down or you're going to have a change of possession. If you stop it for a penalty enforcement, then that's the reason we're stopping the clock. So, you're going 40 if the defense followed on that one. So, anyway, let's uh, I'm going to I'm going to run around I'm going to run around the, the panel here, but before I do that, I'm going to put the text number back up. And there it is, it flew right back up there for you. And I think I'm gonna to go to to Robert. Robert, any, uh, any comments first before I talk to Bill or Mike on this one?
3: Yeah, you know, where you have the foul defined, which is drawn where it's not beyond the expanded neutral zone. We, you know, it's illustrated that on your, on your diagram or board, during a game, When we throw our flag and there's doubt on where the foul actually occurred near the line of scrimmage. Was it beyond? Was it not? Um, That was brought up. You know, do we do we pick hairs with that? Because it has a tremendous impact on the penalty enforcement.
0: No, I don't I don't disagree. But I mean, you know, the you know, the call, you make the call. And one of the things is, is about film these days. You know, I would agree 20 years ago, no one's going to see that. No one's going to know exactly where it is. But if it's clearly, I mean, clearly the block is behind the neutral zone. And that's why I picked the kicker. Because that's, that's a situation that could possibly happen, especially if you get some knucklehead who is trying to go and headhunt the kicker. And then, you know, it happens that way. And you know what? They deserve to not get PSK if they're a knucklehead. But you're right. If there's any doubt, PSK. I don't disagree with that, but it was specifically written away because you you need, from from a rule standpoint, if you know it's behind the the line of scrimmage and you know it happened, you know the call, you make the call, you want to go that route because you don't want to get on film and then see the block was clearly behind and we just said, nah, it was all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Does that make
1: sense?
3: Yeah, it does. And then the the last comment that I did get was if you show up the options, you know, Unfortunately, I think it says roughing the passer at the top, but uh, no, we're not talking about roughing the passer here. We're <laughs> we're not even talking about roughing the kicker here. I don't know if you want to bring it up, but they wanted you to bring up that slide. They had the four options, and uh, oh yeah, and that that we, sli- they wanted to look at that.
0: Oh, that yeah, that slide did not get. Uh, that was from that was actually the header from last week. To be honest okay. with you, the the, the header. But it's really not it was it, it's really not roughing, it's just the results
3: of the uh, Okay. Even the even though it it incorrectly says passer there in roughing, would you still bring it up? The viewer yeah. some viewers want sure. to see the options
0: again. All right, it will bring it up there. So there are your options. The the results were first and ten, R ten. I'm sorry, first and ten, R, R ten. That was sixty-one percent or sixty-two, and then first and ten for K B forty. Six percent. This is just the results. Roughing the passer. Ignore that header. That's the that's the incorrect header. But uh, the actual correct answer is the final answer. Fourth and one for K at the B forty. And about thirty percent of the people got that correct. So beautiful. All right. That's cool. all the
3: questions. That's all the comments that we have. So, all right. Good.
0: Perfect. So I will. I'm going to bring in. I'm going to bring in Bill here. Bill, you know, we talk about plays like this, and you know, Robert's point is. I can see Robert's point you know, in regards to what, what he's saying um, about you know, making sure that it's PSK, but I think a lot of times we have these fouls on the defense, or on, the, on, the, on, T, on, on B or, or R, however you wanna call it, and we forget that we have to sometimes take our time and walk through it because we do have penalty enforcement implications if we based off of the spot where it occurred.
1: Yeah, you know, and this is probably a foul that was called by the referee Uh, being that involved the kicker Um, and sometimes we're the worst at conveying information to the rest of the crew so you have to make sure you turn your umpire into a referee and explain the foul to him and what the potential options are and wouldn't even hurt if the headlinesman maybe was in there listening to the conversation too uh, so that you get the possibility of the correct options there and again, this is a play, this is one for the coach to decide. You know, many times it's pretty easy to say accept or decline and um, that. But this is one uh, team A going to have a, have a choice to make here, and that one's on the coach. And the official on that sideline has to be fluent at explaining that option that you can take, a, you know, the fourth and one, uh, or you can just decline the penalty and, and they can have the touchback. Uh, but that that's something that it isn't just one official to make an announcement. They to know, you've got to be able to clearly give options to a coach.
0: Nope. That's, and that's what it, that, I agree. Cause that's in this case, that would potentially be an option of just to replay it down. They could go for it, you know, at, at that point as well. So Mike, I saw you uh, you know you know kind of nodding your head on some of this stuff so we we obviously the one thing that you know Bill's talking about the referee would call this absolutely but we also have to remember that a kickers a kicker till they're not a kicker and I think sometimes if you saw something like this and and, and it can get a little different in different codes where that's why it's important to remember you were doing high school that a play like this once he starts to participate in the play and he's no longer a kicker then he becomes like any other player. Now, he's subject to the rules. That's why a blindside block would, st- or would still be illegal. But how we have to kind of walk through that not, oh, wait, that was a kicker, we're going automatic first down. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would agree to an extent. But I think as a referee, we stay with that kicker because he's going to be defenseless a lot of the time. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not in, in the CAA, we have a slightly different philosophy. We just pretty much make him defenseless to hold down. That's because they're so specialized at that level. You know, at the high school level, it's it's gray. So, but, you know, as a referee, I would still stay with that kicker. And uh, the other big point that you made that I really wanted to reiterate I've made this mistake before is by letting the defense know that they're going to replay fourth down rather than re kick. It's so critical. And I've gotten into trouble before when I've used the wrong language. So you really, really have to say replay fourth down. You can't give any indication as to what the offense might do with that opportunity.
0: No, you're, you're right. And to your point, yes, as a referee, you, you'd want to stay with those players, especially if you see that. And then you're right, the referee's going to probably call. But it's really, really important that in high school, even though he might be defenseless, it might be a UNR. It, it, could be, it could be anything. It could be a blindside block. could be a UNR. could be a clip. could be. But it's not an automatic first down. And that's the point, because I, I, would, I would be, you know, where in college, you know, I don't want to even mix up the rules, but in some other codes, it could be an automatic first down. In high school, there's only four automatic first downs, and they got roughing at the beginning of them. So this, uh, that was kind of the point of, of that one as well. But no, excellent, excellent thing about replay of the down. We don't want to say that necessarily, or I mean, we want to say that not re-kick, because you just never know what you're going to get. All right, so we're gonna to go to our our next one here. We're gonna actually go to our play, um, our, our video plays. So looking forward to to doing, to getting those up. So, all right, here we go. So we'll go wide on this. I'm gonna go wide on this. I'm gonna pull the text line down for now. We'll put it back up there. This is a play that was sent in um, to, to me. Actually, it's from, uh, or the Nevada and Robert and I were talking about this specific play, not a week ago, and it actually kind of happened. So let's uh, let's go to the play. You can see the ends. You're looking at the end zone shot, but that's really all you need on this. So watch the punter and watch watch. We're obviously in a scrimmage kick formation. We're going to have a scrimmage kick here. We've got a bad snap, and now we've got a bunch of stuff happening. Now we see the ball just for, it's now crossed the goal line. So just for your perspective out there, the ball has crossed the goal line. So backward pass has gone across the goal line. Now, the punter picks up the ball. He goes to pick up the ball, and then he tries to kick it. But before he does that, he loses it. Because he's about, he's getting hit, and so he loses the ball right there. So now we've got, possession by the kicker who then loses the possession fumbles the ball forward which just barely leaves the end zone i don't know if you can see it right there it just barely leaves the end zone at about the half yard line maybe the one yard line and then what happens is that you can see it's in clearly in the field of play now you're going to see a player come up and then The ball gets inadvertently kicked and now it goes out the side of the end zone. All right, so, oh my, oh my, what do we do here? This is one of those where it's like, make it be over there, you know, because it's like a lot of craziness. But we need to walk through exactly what we have. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just curious. Like I said, we're not, we don't, we're not trying to put anybody on the spot here and we all are just getting better. And these the, the panel. I, I don't know if I said this before. They just see the plays for the first time here. They don't see these plays before. So I'm going to throw this at them, and they they may screw it up, or they may get it right. I don't know. Um, but hopefully we have a crew out there, and we're going to get it right, regardless. Um, but I'm going to start. I'm going to start with with Mike on this one. We'll go to we'll go to Mike here real quick.
2: Can, can you run the play again?
0: I can run the play again, Mike. I'm going to go wide <laughs> on it, so you can see it. I, I, I will run the play again. And you know what? Everybody out there in, in viewer land, you, you run the, we're going to run the play again for you. And I'm going to put up the text number. Text Robert what do you think? So there's a text number. Text Robert what do what you think this is. So I'll walk it through again. We've got, we've got a bad snap, goes into the end zone, recovered by the kicker. Kicker picks up but then fumbles the ball out of the end zone, inadvertently kicked out the back of the end zone by the team B, the receiving team. Or you know, or you know whatever you want to call them because it really didn't. They're not. They're technically still Team B at this point. So one more time for everybody, we'll just walk it through again. We've got a backward pass that's into the end zone, picked up in the end zone, fumbled out of the end zone, inadvertently kicked back in the end zone by Team B, and then out of the back or the side of the end zone. So there you go. There's the play-by-play on this one. <laughs> All right, Mike. You're up now. Yeah, I
2: don't. I, I don't think that the inadvertent kick should be a new force. Um, the force, I think, remains with the offense. Um, so I, I have this as a safety.
0: All right, you have this as as a safety. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, I I, I like that. Bill, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to you. What do you What do you think, Bill? Like you saw how it played out. What do you got? Well,
1: if you want to be the most technically correct person with the greatest eyes in the history of the game, uh, he was a kicker. If the blocker didn't get the ball and just ran into the kicker, technically you could have roughing the kicker. Now I think it's doubt a kick was going to be made to begin with, but, um, you, you've got some technicalities there that, um, you know, you didn't get the ball. You got the kicker, uh, but I would still say my eyes aren't that good. Uh, he got probably, you know, his foot never hit the ball. Uh, but um, there was doubt a kick was going to be made. So I, I would allow the defender to have contact with him uh, because he could just, he's not a kicker. Uh, yet, you know, even though he's in a kicking motion, he's technically a kicker, but he could run with the ball. So I, I got, I won't call anything on this. I don't care. I not mean, personally, I don't care what the rule is.
0: No, you're right. He's not a kicker until he kicks the ball, by definition. But like, what happens with the ball? Is it a safety or is it a is it a touchback? Oh, what no.
1: is it? Yeah, it's just it's a safety.
0: Okay, safety. All right, cool. I like that. All right, let's go to uh, Mr. Robert Yabara, who's over there. And uh, let me let me get Robert up here. Robert, what do you? I gave some some people some time to, to do this. Why don't you give me yours first, or you can go to the text, or I mean, whatever whatever you want to do. What do you What do you think? What do you got?
3: Yeah, I I I'll be honest. I looked I looked at the text messages and we have a split decision. Half of the viewers have safety. The other half have a touchback. And I and I understand why they have a touchback cuz they were able to digest the play. When you talk about force and you talk about the goal line, yeah, the backward pass certainly put the ball into the end zone, but as defined, the player did possess the ball and then fumbled it out of the end zone, right? He fumbled it back into the field of play. Then there was another force by a attempted recovery, right? But that's considered a muff, not a bat, right? I, I don't consider that attempt to the ball uh, a bona fide bat. I've considered that a muff but it goes in the opposite direction through the end zone so I understand the viewers points on why they would view that attempted recovery of the loose ball by the receiving team to uh, cause that ball to go into the end zone for a touchback however I am not ruling that so the viewers split Robert Yabara. I'm going to come out of this with the safety. That's that's how I'm going to and someone can say, "Hey, look, cut the frame, look at this, look at that." No, this the we're going with the safety. This thing was uh had all the elements of just a poor play by the kicking team.
0: Okay, so that's very good analysis. I, I like it all. Now now I'm going to walk you through the play again and I will tell you that the referee I I had a conversation with the referee on about this play specifically and a safety was called but he believes that a touchback should have been called and i'll show you why so here here's the 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 thing so now force there's force number one all right you know like like you know we're looking at at the the four you know the force be with you or whatever you know you want to say and uh it's kind of funny you start talking Star Wars terms, but there's there's the force, okay? There's force number one. Force number one is a backward pass, grounded backward pass, which puts the ball in the end zone. Okay, so now we know that kicking team has put the ball, or team A has put the ball in the end zone. Fine, no problem there. All right, but now the ball the ball is possessed, and it's still in the end zone. It has not left the end zone, so team A is still responsible for putting the ball in the end zone. Now, to Bill's point, I don't, you know, we. Kicker or not, absolutely. There's doubt that he doesn't kick the ball. He doesn't get kicker protection because he never actually kicked the ball. He misses the ball. He doesn't kick it, so he is—he's not defined as a kicker. But in this pick case, this—he does fumble the ball, and the ball does fumble forward. So now, at this point, the ball has left the end zone. So now, it, and it's—and it's at rest. So it can there can be a new force put on this ball at this particular point because. It's either moving, it's either at rest, moving parallel, or moving away, but a new force can be added by team B. So here's where things get a little gray. Right here, it's what is this? Is this an inadvertent kick? So, or is this a a recovery attempt? And the reason why that is important is because there are three ways. A grounded ball can have a new force, a kick, a bat, or a muff. An illegal kick is an intentional act. This is not intentional, okay? So we know that. Um, so that, that, that's one way that, that, that we can have a force. I said the other one. I just, I just blanked it out. But what did I say, Mike? <laughs> I'm blanking it out. Um, so bat, you bat. said bat, that's right, yeah. bat, duh. I'm like, I just had it, I just said it. All right, so it's a bat and a legal kick. So we talked about, uh, or a kick, it's got to be intentional. That's not intentional. A bat has to be intentional. Even a muff
2: has to be intentional.
0: Well, I'm getting to that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting to that. Thanks, Mike. But I'm getting to that. So we got bat. The bat's got to be intentional. Now, in regards to a muff, a muff is an intentional act at at a recovery. The definition of a muff does not, it does not actually say intentional. Where the other two actually have intentional in the definition, a muff says is is the act of recovery, going to recover the ball. So the question becomes, going back to the play, and this is completely 100% judgment, 100% judgment. This action right here where that player, he's got his hands open, and he's, is he starting to kind of go for the ball when he kicks it? Okay? Inadvertently kicks it. We're not saying. That is your judgment right there. Like I said, the official I talked to said he called it a safety, but after looking at it, he feels like at this point right there, the player was making an attempt to recover the ball, thus causing it to be muffed back into the end zone. And if that's the case, that now becomes a touchback instead of a safety. Once again, I don't care what you rule on this play. I know it's like wishy-washy. Robert showed were 50%. I don't care. But if you can explain it to me that way, if you can tell me I ruled this a safety because I did not believe the player attempted to recover the ball, thus the initial force is still the fumble that caused the ball to go go out of bounds or go out. Okay, fine. That's fine. Or you say Tim, I'm gonna rule this a touchback because I believe that was an attempted recovery and the ball was at rest and and it was caused to go to a different direction. Okay, if that's your judgment, that is your judgment. I'm going with it. But this is one of those plays that when it happens, you wanna be ready to judge it and you wanna know the rule. You wanna know bat, kick, muff, how that plays into this. Because if you don't know that, you don't know what a bat, muff, kick, and how the definitions apply to a play like this. You might get it wrong because you could think. Because I'm going to show you a play later where it's similar but different because a different rule applies. So I'm going to throw up the text line again. After all of that, I'm going to bring Robert back in. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Bill. You you got something? I mean, I could. I. I don't have the Federation book in front of me here, but what's the definition? I want to know the definition of a muff.
0: Oh, you're going to make me pull it up. I got it right here. Hang on one second. I'll tell you the definition of a muff because I here's the definition of a muff. Uh, 227
2: for people looking at home.
0: Right. Um, hang on one second. I got it right here. I sent this to... Here we go. All right, here it is. Muff, touching of a loose ball, touching of a loose ball by a player in an unsuccessful attempt to secure possession. That is the definition of a muff. Touch, right, touching you, of a loose
3: ball. Good.
1: I, I, I'm going to rest my case, Mr. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be an attorney now, and you be the judge. You just said touching. You didn't say I had to touch it with my hand. You didn't say I, it, I can touch it with my foot. And it's a muff. Right. If, well, if I haven't done it intentionally and it, and it hits my foot or my foot hits the ball and it's not intentional, it's a muff. The rule does not specify that it has to be with the hands. So no, I didn't doesn't. put a new force on the ball.
0: So you, you would go touchback.
1: No, I would say it's a, it's a safety. Team B our Team A is the one that fumbled the ball. Uh, team B didn't do anything. They just touched the ball.
0: Okay, I, I don't disagree with that, but that's what I'm saying is that if if you're on the game, and you're saying that that touching was an unsuccessful attempt to secure possession, you're ruling that that's your judgment, then you want to go then you're going to go touchback. I don't disagree with you. If it I'm says on this- that it hasn't
1: changed the ball status, so I haven't put a new force on the ball. I didn't put it in the end zone fumbled it i don't
0: i don't see how you're saying if if you're saying that if you're saying that the if that was was inadvertent you're saying that inadvertent is not touching of a loose ball in it it's not a, a an unsuccessful attempt to secure possession is what you're saying the kick correct
1: uh, the rules really I mean, aren't much ball. different. It, it says to muff the ball is to touch the ball in an unsuccessful attempt to catch or recover it. Again, it had no body part listed whatsoever. And then it said muffing the ball does not change its status. So it's, it hasn't changed its status. I haven't put any new force on the ball to put the ball in the end zone with my foot. It's the fumble that, that put the ball in the end zone.
0: Well, the definition of force is initial force. Is a result from a carry, fumble, kick, or pass. A fumble, kick, or backward pass that has been grounded. A new force may result from a bat, an illegal kick, or a muff. That's high school.
1: It may, but it... Okay. Well, all I'll say is, is that he made the right decision on the field, and I, he needs, please if he ever gets this play in his career again, stay with what he did the first time.
0: I, I agree, I thought it was safety. I'm like, I'm saying I, I didn't see enough. I did not see enough on the, the action of the, the defensive player that warranted in my mind as, a, as an attempt to secure possession. I just, when I I'm like that, that was not not an attempt to
3: secure possession. He
1: did absolutely yeah. nothing on fourth down to be rewarded with a touchback and a
0: new well,
3: first like down. Amen, I, I agree with that. I agree with that, 100%. I don't disagree,
0: I don't disagree with what you're saying, but, but I don't care because you got Robert out there saying, we got 50% of the people saying that they want to go the other way. And he, this official said he wanted to go the other way after looking at it again because he felt like that after watching the film. He thought that was an unsuccessful attempt to secure possession. Who cares? That's what they have. If you could, If that's your judgment, that's your judgment. But you better know. You better know why you're judging it that way. And you better have the rules behind you and the judgment behind that to say
3: why I'm going that direction. Hey, Tim, yeah. Tim, can you... Can you show the play at full speed because there's a lot of discussion in the chat about the ball being at rest. Can we truly see that the ball's resting? or is it just a I don't know, know, Is this just a figment of our imagination? I'll Let's show you at full speed. Uh, here the, I'm
0: going to I'm going to show it here in full speed so you can see it was the ball actually at rest. It's it's hard to tell. It's Jeez, extremely can, hard how, to tell.
3: How in the heck can an official during a game claim that that ball was at rest? How I don't the think
0: heck? they could either, to be honest with you. And I mean, that, that that would be a miraculous eye, man. Miraculous eye. Do you do you? I know. Do you have those? <laughs> do you have those miraculous. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to Mike here real quick, and then <laughs> I'm going to. You gotta well, go to
3: Bill. Go to Bill real quick first. You gotta go to Bill.
0: <laughs> oh, I yeah, have Bill. Oh, there you go. There you go. There's Bill. He's got his blinders on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's go to Mike real quick just to kind of give him Mike. What do you I mean, you had a couple of things to say. So. I
2: just love the conversation about the status of the kick, the status of the fumble. You know, what's you know, that's a conversation that's really important to have in a lot of situations. Um, in this case, it the status of the ball doesn't actually matter. Um, because there was no attempt to gain possession. Um, I love the also Robert suggesting to play it at a full speed. You, you cannot judge a play like this in slow motion. Everything looks like a new force when you're in slow motion. So um, I love watching it at full speed and only judging it at full speed.
0: Yep. So, like I said, I'm. I, just, I actually told the guy I'm like, I think you were right, but when he was like, no, 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 I think I should have gone touchback. I'm like, all right, well and I quoted the rule and said, I think I think you're okay here buddy, but uh, but there we go. All right Robert, any uh, last text or questions or comments from the, uh, from the audience?
3: No, I think you got you got everyone leaning into the screens so mission accomplished on that play. you got another one. <laughs> Oh, i got another one.
0: Oh, we always have another one we always have another play all right on on to our next play um all right let me get this one here all right so this is kind of this is this is kind of relates a little bit okay um all right we're gonna go wide on this i got two views two views of this one i don't think whoops no i don't want to show you this one i got two views of this i'm gonna pull down the text line for now i recognize that play yeah i know you do all right. Um, all right. So here we go. This is a play. The ball is then now it's it's touched. I don't know if you can see that. We're going to go back here. You can see the ball is touched by the by the member of the receiving team. So the white white's kicking the ball. Get away, but number 24. The ball is touched and then it's recovered by the kicking team. Now. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of people after going through that last play, they're going to be like, okay, well, you just said that, that, how can we count that? You know, that was an inadvertent touch by the receiving team. He wasn't attempting to secure possession. So why would we allow that and give the ball to the kicking team on a play like this? I'm going to tell you why, because, on the kicking rule, it says something a little bit different. All it says is that team R touches the ball. It has nothing to do with a muff it has nothing to do with anything. It just says if team if the receiving team touches the ball beyond the neutral zone, then and and obviously, you know K hasn't interfered or anything like that, but like they just touch the ball and they're not forcing them into it then now, now K can't get the ball, and they can't get, and that's where it's different. It's a different level, of, or a different standard, because that was totally inadvertent. I'll play it again. You can tell that there's no way that this guy was trying to touch this ball. I mean, similar to the, the play we just had, there's no way this guy, 24, is not trying to touch this ball. This ball just accidentally, because bad luck, bounces off his, his knee. Not an illegal kick, not an illegal bat, not even a muff in this case. But it doesn't matter because of the difference in the rule. And the rule specifically says just if R touches the ball, now K, it doesn't matter how they touch it, as long as they're not forced into it. Let's be very clear there. As long as they're not forced into it. If it just touches them in a play like this, it's anybody's ball. K gets recovery on this one. So. You know, I see, Mike, I'm going to go to you here real quick because I see you kind of not nodding your head. This is one of those where, like we've talked about before, where, um, you, you know, it's like it's definitely a difference in the rule and we want we want to, like, be careful. That's why I want to show we want to be careful like I don't I just we just spent like 10-20 minutes on that previous play Now I go into my game on Friday, and I see this play and I go. Oh, wait a minute I remember they talked about it in that that was not a muff that was, he didn't, I don't know no, because it's different different rule correct
2: Yeah, absolutely, you know rule six and Rule eight uh, totally different sections and both convoluted kind of the way that's written it's definitely complex. Um, it took me a few years after I started officiating to understand either rule six or rule eight really well. Um, but you know, the fact is that force is only involved with the goal line. Um, and that's the only place we discuss that you have new forces. It has to be a certain kind of touching. In the kicking rule, any touching by the receiving team downfield except certain exceptions. If he was blocked into that touching, which would be ignored, um, but otherwise, any other touching, even accidental is still counts right
0: exactly, and that's the point I wanted to make, okay, Robert any uh, uh, text or
3: questions on this one or uh, are we good? No, I just want to comment since I was the back judge on this play, yeah, okay, go ahead yeah w- what I would like to comment as a back judge is uh you, you know i I saw the ball coming down obviously i'm i 'm back behind the receivers. And I had a judge on the blocking because I did have two opponents engaged in a blocking, but I viewed that the receiving team player had the leverage and was not being blocked into the ball. I had to make that judgment. And I knew I had to make that judgment. And I said, no, he, he was not blocked into the ball. And so, because that was a question that a crew asked me upon the recovery. And that's the right question to ask. And it was a crewmate, a referee, who had no knowledge of the situation on what occurred other than the, the crowd roar. So uh, yeah, when, when you have two players engaged in blocking, and in this case there was, there has to be a decision made, was he blocked into the ball? And you still make a judgment, that's what you're paid to do. And he was not blocked into the ball, at least by my judgment. No, I agree. I totally agree. And I'm glad that you had
0: that conversation because like you said, it's an important conversation to have and and for somebody to ask that question. So that way you can replay it in your mind and go, if you're 100% sure, but now I am 100% sure, like you said, because I'm, oh, absolutely. I was on it. I knew that. But if you, if you forgot about that, you might have to go, you might have to bully your line judge or your headlines and say, did you, was he blocked in? Like, I want to make sure I get this right. But being on it, that's what we are try to do here. So that way we see a play like that, we're we're ready to rule on it. So I, excellent work, absolutely. All right, let's go to our next one. And Robert's going to recognize this one, but I know he wanted me to show this one. And Bill, this one oh, is yeah, you, this, did,
3: here's another beauty.
0: Bill, this one's for you. Okay, so I want I want Bill to, to really watch this one because I really want to get Bill's opinion on this. All right, we're we're talking a lot about punts tonight, which is kind of crazy. So we got another scrimmage kick formation. You can see the down distance is fourth and about three maybe all right here we go you've got this kick or this this backward pass bad snap and now you've got a kick okay and, and I'm going to play this and then I'm going to show you the end zone sh- end, end zone feed after so all right over his head blah 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 and now you got a kick and there is a little bit of contact now let's let's go and look at the uh, I want to go and look at the end zone shot now the end zone feed and you're going to see this from the end zone feed. So let's go to the end zone feed. Same play, but from the end zone feed. So you know what happens, snap over the head, here we go, and then he kicks and then there's contact. Now the referee on this play does rule, I believe he rules, Robert was running or roughing did he, running,
3: he he running. ruled running. But running yeah, let it. me know when I can comment. Because all I, right, no, I want to I want
0: to get Mr. Mr. Referee Extraordinary, you know uh, Bill Amani, who saw hundreds of these, and had to make the make the judgments on them. So so I mean because they're they're they can be a tough one. So Bill, you see this play? Um, what I mean, do you have a? Do you have nothing? B? Do you have running? Or B? Do you have roughing? Do you have? I mean, how would you rule on this?
1: I've deemed him. I have doubt a kick's going to be made. Uh, I don't believe he's reestablished himself enough uh, to say a kick's going to get off. Uh, he, to me, he's in panic mode. If that's how I rule it, I'm not going to have a flag. Period. Okay. Right. Um, the other part, if if I've dealt that he was uh, felt that he was reestablished uh, as a potential kicker, the five yard penalty is going to be enough.
0: Okay, good. Cuz I'm going to get to that your first comment in a minute. Um cuz I I tend to agree with you, uh Bill, but we'll get to that in a second. Mike, you got any uh quick before I go to Robert and let him uh let him uh dive into this one? You got anything on it?
2: Well, I mean, there's a couple of aspects here. So, we have the aspect of whether the referee in his judgment believes that the defense would know that a kick was imminent. Um anytime you have a snap over the head, you have to give the defense a little latitude. Um, but in this case i think it's pretty clear that the uh, that the kicker presented faced got in a standard kicking position and kicked um, and then the only question is it's running into i think if they got his kicking leg and it's rough roughing if they got his plant leg and uh, i didn't really have a good enough angle to get a good a good look at that
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. So you you're, you thought it was enough. So maybe you're going to go with a foul. You don't have a no call. You don't have anything. That's good. That's good. All right. So now I'm going to let, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ybarra here. He's gonna, he's going to
3: talk now. Go ahead, Robert. Yes. What do you got? Okay. So, so I was on the game. I was the back judge. So I'm, I'm clearly, uh, beyond 40 yards away, right? 40 yards away from the line of scrimmage, let alone the high snap. So, uh, I I know I know that the ball was was snapped over the punter's head. I was able to see that from 40 yards away. Then, then I I see the action occurring behind the line of scrimmage. Then I hear uh th- then then I hear on my radio, uh, after the ball is dead, that we have a flag down. So, I go running towards the middle of the field and I notice it's uh. I see a signal from our referee uh, giving to the press box. So I go up, I go up to the referee and I said, you know, I I wanna say his first name, but I say, referee, what did you see? And uh, he says, I got running into the kicker. I said, you gotta give latitude to the defense here. Latitude to the defense, they didn't know that the kick was gonna be successfully off. Robert, he had planted his leg, they had plenty of time to re- react and they still took more than two steps and made contact with, with them. And I said, philosophically, we typically don't make that call because you want me to, and, th- and then he, he asked me directly, do you want to, me to pick up my flag? Do you want me to pull it off? And I said, well, I want to make sure you're aware of what you're calling here Jeff or referee. <laughs> and so our umpire is now into our conversation, and and uh, our umpire says to me, the back judge, you got to let him, you got to let him live with that call. I said, okay, we're going to live with this call. And we did, right? Now we get the opportunity to see it on replay like everyone else is. Yeah. And when you look at the replay, when the, the player secures possession of the ball, the nearest defender is 10 yards away when, when, when he has possession, 10 yards away, when he pivots, plants... And begins his kicking motion the nearest player is eight yards away when he kicks the ball the player still takes two steps and runs into him i support the call for those reasons and and our referee saw it live one time and that's the and and that's why that's why we ask questions during the game and that's why we live with our decisions during the game because we don't have the luxury of looking at replay true um I'm gonna I'm gonna do my little
0: thing, and then Robert, you can say if anybody has texted in or with, with their comments on it. Going back, I'm gonna go back to the play. I'm gonna go back to the side view of it, and my thought is the way the rule is written on this on this, a kicker is a kicker's a kicker's a kicker. He's always a kicker, you know. And to Robert's point, you can kind of see the distance. The defense is given the latitude if there is doubt that a kick will be made. You've probably heard that I say that. All of us say that. If there's doubt that a kick will be made. And there's one little caveat into this as well. Contact is unavoidable, meaning that they don't just get to run over. Now, I tend to go with Bill on this one, only, and this is is my reasoning, is because right now, okay, he, he looks like he's gonna be in a kicking posture, but when he actually kicks the ball, this guy is already committed to, you know, okay, he's committed to that point. So I'm probably going to let that go. Personally, I'm probably going to say, just my own personal opinion, that I had doubt, as a referee, I had doubt. And, so, and I didn't think the contact was unavoidable, and I didn't think it was egregious. So I personally, that's how I would explain it. Robert is not wrong. The referee on this game is not wrong. Mike is not wrong. Bill is not wrong. But you have to understand, the. Con- we, we've been talking a lot about this tonight. Have a rules knowledge, a rules base for your judgment. If you're able to apply, if you were able to go up to the coach and say to that coach, this is what I have and this is why I have it. I believe that the kick was in question, the contact was unavoidable, and that's why in my mind I didn't know they were going to kick, so that's why I passed on the flag. Turn it around. I believe the kicker was a kicker that he established himself in plenty of time for the defense to avoid, reasonable time for the defense to avoid uh, contact, thus I have called a foul. As long as you know that and you're able to explain it that way, it's judgment. That's all this is, is judgment. But you have to have the rules behind it to base your judgment so you're making the correct judgment on the right philosophy and the right, you know, foundation of the rule all right, i see robert typing away there so i won't jump to him yet all right here we go. we're we gonna go to robert all right robert
3: so anything else out there yeah there, there's there's a lot of commentary actually on here so i'm, I'm still kind of sorting through it but you know what someone's asking a direct question isn't a kicker if he kicks the ball well yeah that's a yes by definition he is but right Tim, you can go on and explain as I read more comments that uh, we can't penalize the defense when the kick was not necessarily imminent, right? It says in the rule,
0: yeah, kicker's a kicker's a kicker, but it says specifically that if the kick is in question, if there is doubt the kick, actually I think the language is if there is doubt the kick will be made and contact is unavoidable to the kicker, then you don't have a foul. That's the, it doesn't matter that he's a kicker at that point because you thought, as you're, as you're the official, you were giving benefit of the doubt to the defense because you had questioned whether or not the ball was going to be kicked. The defense must have questioned whether or not the ball is going to be kicked. That's where, yeah, they do get the protection. Thus, the flip side, like I just said, if you believe that the contact was avoidable and that he did establish himself as a kicker and he kicked the ball, you can follow it. But that's how you have to explain it. I think that's the difference there, right, Robert?
3: It is. But but I, I do have some viewers that are upset with me, which is great. I love it. They say, upset hey, with you? Upset with my role as a back judge. Uh, some of the viewers are referees, and they say if I ever had a back judge come to me to question me on a roughing the kicker call, <laughs> I would be pissed. Let me I let me
0: it. let me ask. I love Let it. me ask Bill. Let me ask. Let me ring Bill. Bill, if I was your back judge. And I came in and I said Do you you know you saw the bad snap this or that blah 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 would you tell me to get the hell out of there I mean I mean
1: what would you say I'd ask you why you didn't have kick catch interference on <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> No okay. I no I did not but see he I Robert wasn't questioning the the he he wanted a clarification and an understanding of the philosophy because it was so, it, it was obviously unusual with the bad snap. So, you know, Hey, you know, and he accepted the answer that the referee gave him. So yeah, unusual for a back judge to come all the way down and ask and that, but it, you weren't, you weren't questioning the judgment of the call. You were questioning the philosophy uh, used on on plays like that. So, you know,
3: Great so comment, Robert, you, you
0: feel you feel better, Robert?
3: I do feel a little bit better, and and I have another viewer here that uh, said something pretty astute. Uh, Howie Hughes, I gotta I gotta add Hannah to because he goes with the, the 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 John O'Neill or not John, it's um Tom O'Neill's three-legged stool, right? With with rules, knowledge, with um, mechanics. Are you in good mechanic position? And then also philosophy. So if if you're a crewmate, Tom Quinn, by the way, and, it was Tom Quinn. Tom Quinn, thank you. Thank you for correcting me on that. If if you're a crewmate, we're we're one team, right? We we want to be the best team on the field, right? So, if we see one of the legs not balanced, then why not question it? It doesn't have to just necessarily be on on one element of the of the decision. Is it rules related? Yes, certainly get involved on rules related for penalty enforcement mechanically you know because it's judgment related on that aspect mechanics are very important the judgment may have been skewed if you had bad positioning on the field and then and then the, in the last stool leg the one that i brought up was philosophy philosophically when i see a high snap and having roughing <laughs> the kicker my brain was about to explode it's like wait a second this isn't adding up right it's not yeah. adding up so yeah i'm gonna call time out for our crew and 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 nothing changed from the discussion teams still understood why they were they way you know why we decided what we decided uh but i just think that makes us a stronger team no i don't i
0: don't disagree with that so um well we're gonna we're running out of time i have i had two more plays I want to thank Ron Witt for sending us a play. I appreciate that. We do have your play. We'll get try to get to it next week. And, Mike, we got your play, too. And I wanted to – that was actually up next, but we just kind of run out of time here. So no problem. Um, we, we'll get to it. I I, I, pro, I like the play, so we will get to it hopefully next week. So what we're going to do now is so, – so I've been doing these – Putting the putting the questions up there and I kind of got away from my video plays of the week. Well this week we're going to go to a video play of the week. So now it's time for mibtownline.com, and this is going to be a video play of the week. I want you to take a look at our play, we're going to go wide on it. And the question is, I'm just going to play it and then I'll play it again. You can see it's just, we're looking from the end zone shot. You've got, I want you to focus on the linemen and see what, especially the tackles, look what the tackles do. Now this is high school rules, remember. So we're going to go here, high school rules, tackle, left tackle, right tackle, all right? High school rule, the question, I'm going to play it we'll play one more time, one more time, the tackles, high school rule, what do we got? All right, so here's your, so, so now this is the play of the week and I'm going to, I'll pull up, I'll pull up the question real quick here, I need two seconds to get the question up. The question I'm asking are the questions, I should say. Pull that up here. Uh, bum All right. So here we go. It's thinking. All right. Here we go. Play of the week. So you see all the video play. Here are your options. Legal block below the waist or illegal block below the waist. That's it. One or the other. You're either you're gonna say these are legal, that that, that that those blocks were legal blocks below the waist, or they will they were illegal blocks below the waist. Those are your two options. We'll talk about it next week. And it should be a lot of fun. So I want to thank everybody who joined us like I said earlier who's taking the time out of their of their day night evening whatever it might be really really appreciate it i want to thank mike mike bilka thank you for being here it's always a pleasure
2: yeah great place today and i can't wait to hear um your analysis of my play down the road
0: (laughs) i want i had it all ready to go but uh, like i said we ran out of time as they say we've run out of time but that's what happens here sometimes so i want to thank mr bill le for being with us bill as always it's been a pleasure
1: Hey, pleasure here too. Look forward to hearing the discussion on the uh, potential low blocks.
0: Yep, that should be a lot of fun next week when we when we dive into that. And then uh, Mr. Robert Yabara, let me get Mr. Robert Yabara up here, Mr. Robert Yabara. Any last minute comments? Thank you for being here, of course. And any last minute questions, comments or anything like that?
3: No, but the chat room was busy tonight. We had great plays, great discussion, great interaction. Thank you for hosting the meeting. It was excellent.
0: Well, that's what we try to do here. We like, like to have a lot of fun and, and learn some football along the way. So for everybody here at mibtailline.com, we thank you for being a, a subscriber. We'll be back next week to talk some more football. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, uh, TikTok. We put a lot of cool stuff on TikTok, YouTube, whatever that might be. You want to follow us. It uh, we, we do appreciate Uh, everybody who supports us, and we're going to continue on. So until next week, I'm Tim Keeper. We will catch you then. So long, everybody.